And now, a highlight from Animal Radio on iHeartRadio. There, no hiccups. I think I've scared the hiccups away, which is good because it's just in time. The Kong, and you know, when we talk about Kongs, it's one of those words that's become part of the vernacular. You know, when you talk about Kleenex or Band-Aids, Q-tips. it signifies now more than the brand. By a show of hands, how many here in, in the studio have a Kong? Oh, all of us do. Everybody that has a dog. Okay, yeah. Well, pretty much, you know what it is. So, I wanted to know a little more about the Kong. We have the top dog from Kong, Joe Markham, joining us. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me on. It's a, it's an honor and a pleasure. We appreciate it. Of course. So, how did you come up with the Kong? Well, I can only take half of the credit for it. My dog, Fritz, who was a rock-chewing German Shepherd, actually um, brought what was a part of a Volkswagen suspension um, from underneath the workbench, he brought it over and dropped it on my foot. And it is, uh, he, I mean, I saw what he needed because we'd been we'd been on a quest for a long time because my my rock chewing dog was losing his teeth. He had about a third of his teeth already worn down. So he so, was a chewer, a big chewer, and you were working chewer. on a VW, and you he just came over with the part in his mouth, right? Is that what you're yeah, saying? It, you know, motorcycle guys, which I was back then, um, we didn't have a lot to do in the wintertime. So we worked on a lot of Volkswagens because they were air-cooled and um, very similar in a lot of ways with tools and things that we needed. So that was some parts left over from the winter work before, and Fritz went through them and found just what he was looking for. And so the shape of a Kong, as we know it, the traditional shape is actually like the suspension portion of a VW. Yes, a 67 VW bus has a strangely familiar-looking part oh. on it now um, that resembles a Kong. Now, what he brought to me had a, a big metal bracket on it and everything because it mounted on the top of a transaxle to keep that thing from bumping against the frame. Um, but that's what inspired um, the initial Kong was, was that shape that I did pull the metal bracket off, of course, and gave it to him. He did prefer it better without the metal on it. But, of course. <clears throat> yes, indeed. But that kind of gave the inspiration to Kong. That was about like 1970, to give you an idea how long ago that was. Now, about the name, I can take some guesses at the name, but uh, how did that come up? Okay, some friends of mine that um, wanted to invest in this new idea of a dog toy were all looking at it and saying, well, what is that thing? What, what, what should we name it? And beehive and some of these other names just didn't it just didn't sound right and the kid <clears throat> had just come from seeing the movie the remake of king kong ah. said ah that ought to be the earplug for king kong duh <laughs> well it's a kong for sure it's strong like him so that's where it came and as it turned out it wasn't trademarked in our class of trade so we were able to secure that trademark yeah. And now it's huge. It's, it's worldwide. How many countries do you sell it in? Um, 82 and counting. You know, so we we print now, I think, in 14 languages. How many do you think you've sold? We're trying to figure that out. You know, <laughs> we, we run here in Golden, Colorado. We've got um, 14 presses. They're big, giant, 20-foot-tall rubber press-type things running. And they make about 700 pounds of Kongs a shift, running 24, pretty much 24-7. We're thinking it's close to $100 million. 
Wow. Holy moly. So, yeah. So for every dog in the world. Yeah. You know, I put peanut butter in mine for my dog, but what are some of the other ways that people are using the Kong? You know, we started off just throwing it. It was chase, catch, and chew. You throw it, you get them interested in playing with it, and it's a great toy like that on its own. However, all kinds of things have been put inside of Kongs, um, from dog food and spraying a little moisture on your dog food and putting it in there and freezing it, to um, whatever your dog's favorite treats are, putting them underneath some food inside of the Kong to um, stimulate them to find the, the most valuable treasure inside the Kong. Peanut butter, of course, is the standby. We have something we call Easy Treat, which is a kind of a takeoff on a spray, a real convenient um, spray that you can spray inside of it. And when I say spray, it comes out very, very slowly. Um, but more like a, a liquid, the, the consistency of a liquefied peanut butter, if you will. Like cheese whiz. Very, yeah, like cheese whiz. There you go. <laughs> like cheese whiz. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show today and telling us about the origination of the Kong. I think it's, I think it's cool to finally find out where that little puppy came from. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing what happened, and it was a blessing for all the dogs in the world, you know, at this point. So pretty cool stuff, and thank you for having us. If you want to learn more about Kong and anything you've heard on today's show, head on over to AnimalRadio.pet. You're listening to Animal Radio. Visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.